0: There's new Project Writes podcast, Jason, do you want to introduce some of them?
1: Um, I'm so sorry, you guys caught me out there.
2: Hey guys, welcome to Cafe Talks podcast. Miss us? I am your host, Domenico. And
1: I'm your host, Jason.
2: Guess I'm your new host, Nick. Oh, yeah. Yes. Hey, remember Nick? Yeah, we liked him so much that we actually uh, decided, you know what, this guy can probably be a pretty good addition to our uh, team over here.
1: Yeah, we got a nice team yeah. of three. We said, you know, let's make it a team of four. Let's get it Yeah, going.
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, was, um, that being said, um, if you guys don't remember, he has a really good story about how he went to Ethiopia, right? And yeah, how he tried the freshest cup of coffee amongst all four of us. Yeah. I think
0: Will actually was... yeah had the freshest cup of coffee. He yeah. had it straight from the... Um, Occupying basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When he was in Guatemala, yeah, Guatemala.
1: Exactly. Guatemala. Guatemala. Yeah, yeah. That was a cool story. Yeah. Yeah. But I just want to say guys, before we actually get started on another Cafe Talks podcast, I do want to apologize that we were gone for a certain amount of time. Uh, that's just because you know we've had our own personal things to do, own personal things to take care of. Such so as family,
2: finals, work, everything just like juggles together, and then eventually you just realize, oh, yeah, I didn't record to like this week's episode. What do we do? And then you just move on.
0: And then that was the second thing for the second week, which is like, oh, we didn't record this week's Eaters episode, and then so on and so oh, on. Oh, and that ball, and that b- got carried yeah. away.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's it. But you know, guys, guess what? We're back. We're back in it. We're grinding. We're getting some content for you. Um, Are you literally grinding coffee, Jason? I mean, I'm, I can't, <laughs> I'm not grinding coffee per se. I don't know. how. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, put that in a grind You just let it spin, I don't know I mean, I'm kidding
0: Yeah, so um, I guess, uh, well, I mean, new year, new uh, New, new right? Yeah, uh, new us <laughs> <laughs> But uh, <laughs> actually, actually it was yeah. like a uh, new year And I mean, there's new Projects for this podcast so, Jason, do you want to introduce some of them?
1: Um, I'm so sorry, you guys caught me out there. I'm so sorry That's <laughs> uh, all good, but, I
2: guess Okay, we, so basically what we want to do this year is um, I'm so sorry. what we want to introduce is more coffee knowledge uh, we are all taking part of a, um, a research I guess yeah we're, we're just doing a, a general research amongst each other because I was actually talking with a couple of people at my work do coffee tastings and they officially got the coffee association papers on tasting notes and I saw that and I was lost I did not know exactly what this guy was doing and then I asked him like oh can you explain like how you rate?" and apparently Remember how we weren't sure how to define third-wave coffee? Yeah. There is, is a it? definition. Oh, yeah. do, you, uh,
0: do you remember the definition? Or so basically,
2: it? it's a score on uh, the brightness of coffee, or the quality of the bean, or the chocolate notes that come with it. Is it um, a rash coffee? Is it uh, smooth? All these things come to play, and if it has a above 70 uh, score, mm-hmm something above a certain like uh it's considered a third wave wave. oh that's so cool which i thought this was just a very subjective uh you know topic or rating system but no it actually has a rating system
0: basically uh, it's cool because it can quantify what you thought before was unquantifiable if that's a term and oh it's actually cool now you can actually say like there's
2: an actual yeah yeah qualitative uh you know quantitative Quantitative, quantitative, qu- quantity or yeah, qualitative. Qualitative is I think more it's qualitative, like, yeah.
0: Qualitative is when you um, you just say it's like pretty or not pretty. Was quantitative? It's a it's above seventy, so therefore you can say it's third wave.
2: We we're talking about qualitative coffee.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Qualitative. Yeah. Anyways,
1: anyways, guys, yeah. that's <laughs> um, so. <laughs> Also, Jason, I'm just curious. What did you do for the holidays, man? Well, um, of course, my holidays were jam-packed. I mean, first of all, they consisted of, I'm sure, such as yourself, finals. But oh, actually, sometimes. mine, I'm not going to lie, mine ended pretty early. So I just spent most of it just coffee, like uh, like going from coffee to coffee shop. Yeah. Specifically, like the areas I... Likes the most. You know, I Cafe like, Olimpico. I went straight to the Olimpico. Of course. Cafe San Simeon. And I went to Cafe Milano's often. Milano's is more like in the east end of Montreal. Okay, it's never mind. It's in the uh, St. Leonard area. Cool. Uh, it's always packed 24 7. The coffee shop is 24 7. So like if you want to get a coffee at like 4 in the morning, be you might get a good coffee. A good coffee. Good, coffee. Just good coffee. strong Italian espresso. To, exactly, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And they've actually been, Cafe Milano's, I think, has been one of the oldest, I think, one of the first. In say, the saint leo region, it's one of the oldest ones there. They've expanded like I think three times. It's and it's just it's an icon now. Like no yeah. I, the
2: cafe actually, what it's it spans across like three
1: uh duplexes. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Yeah, when wow, was so cool. insane. Yeah, yeah. They bought out actually like at one point it was like a small little boutique. Yeah, like it wasn't even it was like the size of like I would say like uh a, like what do you call it was um. Uh, Oh my god, what's the definition? When you walk into a store to get like, to uh, get alterations (laughs) for your clothing. A A tailor. Yeah, a tailor. Jesus. Oh my gosh. I haven't had my coffee. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It is 7.19. Actually, that's not even an excuse. No, it's not not. an excuse. It's not an excuse at all. But basically, it started off as like that and then throughout the years they ended up buying like the shops next to it as they closed down they would buy them and now they expanded I think they bought out like, two garages next door that's why like if you go in the, in the summertime in the terrace yeah like they still have their garage doors it's still there
2: yeah and uh, I mean I've been there once at 2 a.m. after um, you know essentially going out with my friends and drinking yeah and what do you do you go to cafe Milano, yeah. especially when you're in St. Leonard, right there's these they, they serve these panini. Yeah. Like these panini.
0: Oh they also have food? Yeah. 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 So Every, and they're very nice. well
2: known for that. Like you buy one panino and then you're filled for the rest of yeah. the evening and it's it's honestly better drunk food than
1: oh, Bergam, go, whatever. if yeah, you gonna go yeah. clubbing like let's say like Twitter or Samaha or whatever, it was tradition back in the day for me. Back in the day, I'm not that old, but it sounds like, 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 like I'm that old. Say, like two years ago, years ago, a year oh, ago. F- <laughs> back in the day. That we used to always make a tradition after clubbing. We would go to Cafe Milano's, have an espresso, have a steak sub, or whatever it was would be. It would be like 6 in the morning, we'd go home. But the thing is, surprisingly, at like 5, 6 in the morning, that place was jam-packed. Full of people. Was it's it people just, finishing the night or starting the morning? I, starting the day? I, I think it's, say, a say, yeah. it's, it's, a it's, it's a bit of both. It's, it's a weird it so crossroad. Yeah. We were ending yeah. ours, technically, and people were starting theirs. So, um...
2: That being said, what about you, Nick? What did you do for the holidays? Uh, I would say mostly finals. I
0: finished uh, relatively early. I guess I finished on the 19th. Mm-hmm. No, I finished on the 14th. That's a lie. I finished on the 14th. Um, on the 19th, I left for Cuba with my family. And actually, what's fun is uh, my uncle and my aunt, who are from Romania, but live in London, they came to visit us for the holidays. And since um, you know it's cold, they don't like the cold, really. They're not used to it. We said, like, oh, let's go like to a warm place. To a warm place anyway. Just, yeah, just like a casual vacation. It was not really a, a trip. It was more of a vacation. We just like out of resorts and everything. Yeah. But it was so enjoyable. It's nice to take some time off, read a few books. Um, their coffee was really, really good. I was pounding cappuccinos there. They uh, it was really good. Like the coffee is good there. Um, it's pretty fresh too. So by the moment it was sealed the moment we the barista opened it and yeah. served the coffee. It wasn't too long either so that was a good nice touch yeah
1: it makes that's touch. that's say. how
0: I pretty much i incorporated coffee in my holiday yeah and what about you Dom?
2: what's up all right to sum it up in the what one one phrase one yeah phrase? i yeah. ate too much and drank too much that's good really what that's a great one. holiday season it was yeah. and i i lounged a lot it's so just, i guess what's it's meant to be for honestly yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah take a break you know take a yeah take it's, a step back it's from called like a holiday the daily grind yeah yeah but yeah just, it's very subjective nowadays yeah you know?
1: and what about your uh, i mean i don't know about you but this year for new year's did you spend like did you go out for new year's or? i didn't do much really to
2: honestly that. i just stuck with family like just the usual i don't usually um go out go out clubbing with my friends for yeah. new year's ever yeah, actually yeah, yeah. i only did it once actually didn't like it to be honest no. well I it's too, my vibe. too crowded bad vibe you know it's my vibe it's literally going for coffee at a beautiful place like milk we are today um, True. Why we at milk today? I don't know. Convenience. <laughs> Convenience. Yeah. I it mean, it's must also have a special place in your heart. Of course. Yeah. Because I
1: get I get paid over yeah. here. You tend to make fun of me. Oh 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 oh! music's good, huh? <laughs> tend to make fun of me often, Dom. About yeah, milk. we're we're good. Thank you. Sorry about. Uh, oh, sorry, so. just to give
2: context <laughs> of what's going on right now, we're recording our podcast during closing time.
1: Yeah. I just want to say you make fun of me often about loving cafe all these things, but you're always talking about milk whenever we do a yeah podcast. no it's
2: <laughs> I just I just like to be a little bit salty yeah. with you just for just jokes and giggles just you a know bit. Yeah, yeah it's all good
1: it's all good
2: uh, no milk is a really great oh. cafe and um, by the time you're probably listening to this podcast it's gonna open its fourth location actually third public location third public location yeah <laughs> yeah at enseñor uh, Bang, right beside Paris des Congrès, Montreal so if you guys are listeners and you're in the area. Check it out.
1: Okay. Um, it's yeah, and it's com- obviously not a sponsored thing, right?
2: Did I say sponsored?
1: <laughs> no, I didn't. Just okay.
0: like, yeah, just just to clarify a bit, it's not uh, <laughs> any kind of sponsorship. It's just preferable. Uh, yeah.
2: So, um, as Nick uh, pointed to me, this is not sponsored because I work there. Um, pretty sure Dominic didn't tell me to do this right
1: no no definitely not of course not definitely no i kidding not. Of course he not. didn't <laughs> he uh
2: he he honestly doesn't even know the existence of this podcast
1: probably not no probably <laughs> not
2: um but um yeah so we're just here starting a new podcast for the year and honestly what we're going to talk about today
1: we see our goals and uh, with this podcast yeah. and maybe our objectives i mean we're already yeah. halfway there right new yeah. 2019 goals different from 2018 yeah. i think 2018 honestly we did start on a good yep. note right but fortunately, great, great enthusiasm. I I was
0: really on the side um, sideline or bench uh, for this project, yeah. and I was here on a few episodes. I really enjoyed um,
2: the vibe. is really good.
0: Exactly. I really vibe. Exactly, yeah, I really, really like the vibe we had when we first got invited, and then we talked about um, coffee etiquette. I I'm a good friend of yours, Dom. I see you often, so I often too heard much. about yeah. Like <laughs> exactly, I see you too much. I often heard about what's going on with this project and everything. So. Um, one of the new things brought me on this you guys brought me on to this uh, project so that's turning off well i
1: mean it is early th- january and everything so i think this year what i would like to add to something that we've like we've done last for the last year but i want to expand on it would maybe to be, to visit more coffee shops or talk about more coffee shops because we want to expand the Montreal map exactly. for coffee that's our goal one of our main goals here at cafe talks podcast and of course um it doesn't have to be always a different, it can always be like dumps, like it could be the milk locations, but whenever could one,
2: cafe, It could, could be, be crew. human's cafe, it could be crew, you know I miss uh, filming a crew actually
1: Yeah, Why? Well, yeah, not? because you know, milk's opening a new shop, so we want to put that on the map. Hey, look! There's another shop here. Exactly. There's something here. There's so, something there. So basically,
2: we want to be the voice for the new openings of new cafes. As well, yeah. Um,
1: it's our city. I want to, you know. Yeah, we're not going to
2: take full ownership of though.
1: No, because uh, there is ours. an
2: app out there called Third Wave. Yeah, guys should definitely download that. I use that every single day.
1: I actually use it too.
0: Like whenever I'm like, oh, like I feel for coffee. I don't know where to go. No, yeah. Exactly that. And also, if, and
2: um, if you don't have any good suggestions from us, they're a great alternative to yeah, uh, yeah. finding new cafes. Plus,
0: us, it's more like. Uh, we're, we're we're audio and having everything nicely laid out in front of your eyes yeah, it really helps that. yeah helps they, they, they really kill
2: visually yeah, exactly I'm not pretty enough to be there no, visually so yeah yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, <laughs> all right and um, just to end this whole segment what I want to do is also talk about some coffee news right Let's talk about uh, it. we got like what two articles that we read recently mm-hmm. so yeah. the first one is uh, Juan Valdez if you guys don't know him if you guys don't know him, um, he's the essential face. He's a brand ambassador for Colombian coffee. Uh, the federal agency behind it has hired him since the 70s. And uh, unfortunately, I think well, he joins, was
0: uh, hired by a federal agency.
2: Yeah, wow. he was the brand ambassador for Colombian coffee. So basically,
0: me like, basically, like let me put it some pictures. You know how there is like um, the Canadian milk certification on every carton of milk. Yeah, it's under federal regulation, and it will be the same thing for coffee in Colombia and the federal regulation uh, he, for coffee. Yes basically, it, it's hired him? it's basically yeah.
2: a mix of like business to uh, business, you know, uh, marketing, yeah, but okay. also and consumer marketing. Um, this guy was just basically the face of it did he do any logistics behind it no not whatsoever
1: and is the reason why we're talking about him besides him being the face is the reason why we're talking about him specifically like unfortunately
2: he passed away at the age of 83 so again he's been doing this since the 70s that's almost 50 years ago by now right 2019 50 years of coffee love yeah that's pretty sure everyone knows that Colombian coffee is a solid choice we've been drinking it for the longest time ever even the, the coffee diners uh, of the old days used to Colombian, use uh, yeah, Colombian, Colombian coffee, yeah, yeah it was I'm classic. I
1: also, also want to add, I mean, to build about, you know, Colombia specifically, I mean, if you look got big names now, you got like, you know, for example, Lavazza, I've actually done a project on them. Yeah. Most coffee, I mean, to I guess target specifically like Italian coffee chains in particular, most of them, if you look at the history, always mention at one point, at one point in their timeline in their history, or their about us section, that they've gone to Colombia to get their beans. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just a classic place to get coffee. Colombia, Brazil, yeah. Costa Rica—you got all those all the South American countries. It's mm-hmm. it's just it's ideal. Tempers ideal for that.
2: Um, and uh, to add to that, um, you know, this man, his name was actually not Juan Valdez; it was actually Carlos Sanchez. Native of uh, Colombian, uh, and at one point he was an artist, uh, believe it or not. Now, if you guys don't know who we're talking about, if you don't know who Juan Valdez is or never saw his logo, I'm pretty sure you've seen his face somewhere. He's basically a guy with a white rim hat and a big mustache, like a Tom Selleck mustache. <laughs> the classic... I like guess that's what's coffee. plays
0: in brain when every time we think of like... Um,
2: coffee farmers. The coffee farmers, yeah. that's
0: what it is. He's he, he, so. he yeah.
2: such a big... Such a big influence in the coffee industry that subconsciously we just assume that every coffee uh, farmer looks like him. Yeah, yeah. But you shouldn't. Yeah. But you can it, see that the does, impact. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what's the other news that uh,
1: you found out, uh, Jason? Well, I was actually checking it out myself because I do love my finances, of course, and I believe if we go here, Goldman Sachs actually downgraded Starbucks's. Uh, so, but I guess it's like the, the, the stock pricing that they would want to buy it at specifically their price target essentially because of the fact that they don't believe that they're going to grow as fast as they should in China, because obviously right now if you look at the Chinese market, a lot of coffee shops, even Tim Hortons, as we actually we mentioned it once in another podcast, everyone's trying to expand in in, in China right now. Yeah, in developing
2: countries. For... Exactly.
1: But Starbucks actually began, well, I uh, began an expansion like. A while ago, if I remember correctly. No, they, they right yeah. current current to date they have around two thousand six hundred stores, uh, in China, which, in oh, China, China, exactly, yeah. which is very good. Actually, yeah. they're one of the one that's huge, they're the second biggest, I believe, in China right now. But right now, Goldman Sachs isn't believe that they can keep up. The, that growth. Uh, cons- their growth, their yeah. consistent growth. And,
2: and, and assuming from like my job experience at Starbucks, this kind of makes sense because for the past, I'd say. Since the last recession, most of their growth has not been through the United States of America. It's been through foreign countries. Through foreign countries, mm, but specifically yeah. China. They were all these... Um, the reason why the Starbucks stock soared from a measly like $20 to 65 that... I think it's around 63 64 at this point right now. Mm-hmm. The reason why it's got so high up was because that they were depending on growth, right? And yeah, yeah. unfortunately for the United States, the same, uh, same store sales has actually been declining for the past few years. So they actually depend on China to actually boost those sales. Um, did not work out? Well, no, it did work out. It did do its job. But because the Chinese market is actually slowing down, it makes perfect sense. So, as yeah. uh, Jason mentioned, I mean, if it's that slowing
0: down. People have less money to, uh, or ages to go towards coffee. Fans, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: Generally, a market when it matures, it
1: curves. Yeah. It, it's, so, it's, so, it's still growing. Well, I mean, What's they it? were opening up a Starbucks as, like, you know, if you go, you can actually find the article on Yahoo Finance. It's actually a cool article. They were opening a Starbucks shop according to, like, the data every once every 15 hours. Imagine That's opening immensely. up a coffee shop That's every insane. 15 hours. But now, What's happening is in China, they're actually having a, there's a new coffee brand or coffee shop or coffee franchise, whatever you want to call it, um, called, I think it's called Lukin. I don't know how to pronounce it. I think it's Lukin. It's L-U-K-I-N. They Lukin. Yeah. 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 They actually want to open up 4,500 shops to Which is more than Starbucks. Yeah. That's the goal. Now, just think of this like in terms of an investment perspective, think of how much capital needs to be invested to open 4,500 shops by the end of 2019. That's the goal. You know, It's really. That means as the article
0: states it's an ambitious, but <laughs> I believe that I was like it can it, it could be doable and it is ambitious, but if yeah. your main goal would be to like
1: compete and to um, yeah well, go ahead. You well, right, what's say yeah. I mean, this is a good topic to talk about as well for us. This is honestly something that we will mention again in the future for an entirely separate like episode because like, there's so much content to like. Oh, of course. So much like yeah. I've been researching this a lot and it's just it's ridiculous how like. Uh, we should see how it plays out. We should yeah. track
0: walk-in and see how
2: stores going on one by one. Yeah. <laughs> and you can also uh, this can actually reflect also domestically how uh, Starbucks has lost its market share. Yeah. And it's relatively large in the United States, but that's actually dwindling or slowing down simply yeah. because independent coffee shops like milk are taking or like over, the, yeah, you know, but like well, or, well <laughs> Olympico has, only has two locations, this has four, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's taking over the market, that's
1: it, because they're getting, because you know, it's, I mean, besides New York, besides New York, Boston, and, like, the major, like, eastern cities, that have, like, some coffee, like, influence, of, like, actually, just any city,
2: uh, has a lot of yeah. Starbucks, uh, uh, that's cool, well, yeah,
1: like, even like, Miami, but, like, hey. bigger cities don't like, not mm-hmm. but, like, just in the United States in particular, I find, yeah. they don't have, like, these, like, as many independent coffee shops as like Montreal or Toronto would have, or New York and Boston would You'd have. You'd be but, surprised, uh, my friend. The, the reason yeah. why Starbucks, like, I believe, rainfall
0: popularity. So I was talking to people, I uh, was well, actually, there's one person from Mississauga, I believe. Yeah. And um, and basically, the reason why she would always go to Starbucks would be because it was the only available option for yeah. uh, good coffee right. versus if you do have the option for better coffee, you would still go for it and be like, if I definitely had a good independent coffee shop, I would definitely go towards that one. Yeah. And since the rise of independent coffee shops, which is good
1: news, yay, we all love independent coffee shops here. That's cool. I just say, Dom, let me tell you something. We talked about this last time, and I will say it again. When I went to Florida, man, all they had was Dunkin' Donuts and Starbucks. And I kid you not, it was at every corner. And I was like, what is going on? And now I think, in my opinion, my opinion, of course, how I see how it is is that there is that trend now in the United States of coffee, independent coffee shops emerging yeah. places like as I mentioned New York, Boston in California as well Miami not Florida but mi- like Miami's in Florida obviously yeah. but like the more concentrated metropolitans yes they have their independent coffee shops do they have them as Montreal has it? Or not if yet not yet <laughs> not. but
2: let's watch what's going to happen let's watch yeah
1: it's true we can follow that and even like the
0: Montreal area like unfortunately it's only like basically like a downtown corner maybe towards the east end uh, there's like a probably co- independent coffee shops whereas i live whereas the western part of the island okay um there's one there's one and in my own city there's none so let's see what happens there for well. sure yeah so,
1: so wow, you could hey th- no common courtesy let's wrap it up let's wrap it up yeah. all right <laughs> let's get so
2: it uh thanks for listening guys uh we're gonna be departing because the lights are off and uh they're kind of like pushing us out of the cafe yeah so yeah, yeah that makes sense um Follow us on Instagram Cafe Talks Podcast Follow us on Spotify Apple Podcasts
1: If you have any questions Any topics you want us to talk about Please email us Email us, email us email At Cafe Talks Podcast At gmail.com